Hi. Hi. Hello. Republic. <laughs> gotcha. Welcome uh, to the Republic. I'm Supreme <laughs> Chancellor Danny, and I'm joined today by Grand Jedi Master Meg. What's up? And uh, Padawan Daycare wow. Superintendent Staff. <laughs> okay, okay, you saved that. Daycare <laughs> <laughs> Superintendent. I mean, they kidnap these kids when they're babies, so they have to have like child caretakers, right? I'm the child ah. can't take her like they're not ju- they're not just in class with yoda 24 7 like what are they doing when they need to eat or like sleep and that's or part of their training they poop. have to figure it out themselves yeah <laughs> it's like, the ones who survived it's a, it's a bunch bunch of babies in a room and it's just like figure it out kids <laughs> yeah use the force <laughs> i mean right, are you surprised yeah. <laughs> that's how legit i work yeah actually that sounds about right The galaxy is at peace, ruled by the Glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. This is the era of the High Republic. Anyways, today we are here to discuss the High Republic dash Out of the Shadows by Justina Ireland. And even though like 17 Star Wars things have come out since then, we are going back in time to remember the good times with uh, Silvestri and Vernestra and Yettle, who were our three main characters of this book, I think. Is that right? Yes, yeah, correct. Right. Yeah. I like how you yeah. said good times as if good times. <laughs> book is full of good times for everybody <laughs> i mean there's some good times yeah this is kind of a rough one comparatively speaking wasn't it anyways it's before so... we dive in spoilers spoilers we're talking about everything so this is the book there's no notes we're gonna see where we go this is kind of a rough one wasn't it it was rough <laughs> yeah 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 like like some some important things happened that aren't all bad but it's very hard for me to be like some good things happen because <laughs> even like the good right. things are a little uh they weren't wholly good or they came about from some really bad things happening yeah um so it's just it's a rough one yeah yeah yeah, I feel like up to this point, it's been the glory days of the High Republic with the heroic Jedi Knights coming to save the days. And we've got these big, scary bad guys who are an increasing threat. But this book was kind of like some normal people are disillusioned by the government that doesn't have their backs. That's fun, isn't it? <laughs> also, some rich people suck. And all the power is held by the one percenters. So cool. Good luck not being able to do anything because there's yeah. a corrupt political system that doesn't have your back and you don't have any money. Wow. Uh, nice to see that things change between then and now in Star Wars. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this is actually our history. Oh, no. Oh, well, that it was a long time ago. Oh, That's no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yikes. Um, I have a question to someone who hasn't read a lot of the books. Sylvester yeah. is new in this book, right? Correct. Okay, cool. I like her. Yeah. Yeah, she was new. she's about the only new character in this book, but she was new. Uh, yeah, what do we think of Syl? I like her, she's stubborn. Yeah, Syl deserves more than she got 
in all things. <laughs> yeah, she's she's doing her best. Uh, the first thing that I think about with Syl is how she was a hopeless romantic and but like a hopeless romantic in denial. It's like she starts off, she's like, yeah, whatever. She broke my heart. I don't need her. But then the moment she's back in her life, she's just like the little hard eyes emoji the entire time and just cannot help herself. <laughs> really cute. Hard on the outside, soft on the inside. <laughs> Very soft on the inside. She's a yeah, sweetheart and hot. I like Jordana as well. She was cool. Yeah, yeah I didn't want to because it's like, because you do want to sort of have it out for the, the ex that broke her heart. You ought to be like, no, don't you go come marching back into her life. But then when she does and Scylla's like, oh, you're great. And Jordana's like, actually, I am great. It was all a big <laughs> misunderstanding. Yeah, like, yeah. It- the the thing about Jordana was that she acknowledged like what happened and like what she did wrong and wants to make up for it, right? And like wants to change because she realized her mistake afterward. Um yeah. which is like, wait, like we hate the exes who come back in expecting that like they'll be welcome when they haven't done shit. Like <laughs> you all suck. Greg, um, not Australian but Greg, different Greg. <laughs> communication, Greg. not my Greg. Yeah, um, but like, like they, you see them work it out through the book, and I think that's really important because it's yeah. like they were in a very complex circumstance. It wasn't just like I got drunk at a party and made out with somebody else or like something like that, right? Like <laughs> this was big, very serious things where they both had like family obligations to go deal with and like long histories of like what they should be doing um and like they and i think the the conclusion for both of them in the end was that like they don't have to be tied down by their family or what they were before and that they can like be something new um that's them yeah and jordana like uses her actions as well as her words to prove yeah. that she is making it up to so um she doesn't just come back and like oh yeah i am sorry she actually like risks her life to go save her mm-hmm. we love to see it we love to see it um another person i love to see <laughs> <laughs> is yeah i, w- I was gonna try to like just talk about the main characters first, but let's just, we're, we have to, we got to start with Yaddle, right? Yeah. 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 Yaddle. Yaddle. The one below <laughs> is actually there. above right now. She's above she's right here. now. She's, she's, she's hanging out with the babies. She's great. She is just hanging out with the babiest of uh, younglings. And also apparently she was supposed to be on sabbatical on Kronk which is everyone's favorite himbo from Emperor's yeah. New Groove. So Yaddle can get it. Yaddle can get it. I think one time yeah. she was like, oh yeah, I'm going to Kronk. And they all assumed it was a place while well, she really meant the person. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to get some of that Kronk, if you know what I mean. And they're like, no, I, we don't. We don't I'm now just imagining the Yaddle cut of Emperor's New Groove where it's literally just copy paste instead of Yzma, it's Yaddle. Great. <laughs> Great. I love it. <laughs> the movie would be like 55 minutes shorter because like she would just win right away and then there'd be nothing left. Right. Yeah. It It'd would be, be so a very short movie. God, and I like, love her. I got so excited to see her. And like, I feel like Vernestra felt like how we all did when we're just like 
so excited to see the little babies so excited to see master yaddle just like mm-hmm. oh yeah it was a nice moment of like <laughs> brightness in this book right it was it was a really like wholesome interaction like i i really appreciate it because because yaddle's a meme right and i really right. appreciate how she wasn't meme she was like a legitimate like great jedi master who dispensed some really nice pearls of wisdom and then was just playing with the babies like it was yeah it's good we were as yaddle community here we were fed well by justina ireland in this we book well truly yeah and made it um canon that yaddle doesn't speak like yoda does thank god yaddle thank just god. talks like everybody else it's just a yoda it's so just it yoda. really is just yoda trying to get attention yeah I'm an alien. Like, <laughs> unique alien I am. am I? <laughs> 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 also, the kids love her. Oh, thank you adorable. for this. Thank you, Justina. This is thank you, Justina. one of the best gifts of 2021. <laughs> we really needed that. We really did need that. <laughs> <laughs> so what's next for Yaddle in the High Republic? Uh, oh, I hope she gets a good break. Goes back on her sabbatical. Uh, yeah, I, I like I do want to see her engaged in some kind of conflict. Yeah, um, not necessarily like it doesn't have to be grand battle or whatever. But like, I do hope we see her using like more of her Jedi abilities and like showing how powerful she like really is. Yeah, I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. I'd like to because she is a master and she does end up on the council. So, right. Only got kicked off by Yoda because he's jealous. Yeah, because he's a little shit. Yeah. That fucker. Yeah, she'll, I, I imagine her role will increase as mm-hmm. the books progress. Like, they invented all these characters that they have to, like, showcase. But, like, they all have normal lifespans. So, like, within 100 years, it'll just be Yaddle left. Like, the only one between <laughs> the entire destruction of the galaxy. Just, like, holding it off single-handedly. Right. And, like, Yaddle yep. and, like, elderly Vernestra and, like, Ooh, all of, yeah. like, the Padawans have grown up to be, like, old knights with, like, their own mass. Like, they're now, like, masters in their own right and on the council and stuff. Yeah. Oh, oh I just had this, all oh, this image of, yeah, Yaddle, Vernestra, um wreath just like lined up holding yeah. off you know the enemies and then like pan over to the side and there's emory just like sobbing in a corner <laughs> <laughs> it's like Aww. yaddle's council of nerds <laughs> <laughs> they are all nerds you're right it truly is <laughs> yeah like the the a the a student the uh the one who just wants to be reading in the library right. all day and the kid oh who feels God. everything feels too much <laughs> wait 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 i think I think we've got all three of us there as well. Yeah. I'm not going to say which one's which, but we're all there. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners, you can take a stab at which one of us yeah. was which. Yeah. Honestly, every answer is correct, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I feel like I have a little bit of all three of them. Yeah. I found all of them a lot. Um, I really like Vanestra and Emery's relationship. Like, <sighs> I love when people are doing their best and she's really doing her best. She's really doing her best. I love Vernet. I think Vernestra is my favorite character in the entirety of the High Republic. Um, and like, I really think that people who aren't mm-hmm. reading the like middle grade or um, YA books are like missing out on a lot of her. Mm. Um, and like, she's, she's amazing. Um, just all around, like one, just how like, 
powerful and capable she is as a Jedi, but then also coupling that with that, like she's 16 and so has a bunch of insecurity about being good. Um, And it's just, she's so relatable, um, but she's so righteous. Yeah. Yeah. But it was was just such a perfect follow-up to a test of courage where it, you know, that book was sort of like her journey to becoming, you know, forming that Padawan master relationship with Emery. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, cut to a year later, like there's, not to not to bring them into this, but there are like I feel like there are parallels to Obi Wan and Anakin because I feel like it's the That's same what I was thing. Like, you of, cut yeah. to a year into Obi Wan and Anakin's relationship, and Obi Wan is just like banging his head against the wall, like "What did I sign up for? Right. I do not know what to yeah. do." And Vanessa's kind of the same, like I didn't know he was an empath. I have no feelings about anything. How am right. I supposed to be a master to this kid? Is that a thing people are? <laughs> right. <laughs> like- <laughs> I ne- I I studied every book in the entire library, and I've never once heard of this whole like feelings and emotions <laughs> force power. Like, is that a human thing? Is that some human secret I didn't know about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do love it. Yeah, no, I was thinking of Obi Wan and Anakin as well when I was reading. So, I mean, Obi Wan was still older than her when he got Anakin, but he was still pretty young. You, yeah, um, he was, was freshly freshly through his trials. Like, yeah. so he wasn't even a knight. Like he yeah. wasn't operating as a knight when he got Anakin, when he got saddled with Anakin. So was I was like, also thinking of um probably a, a better thing as well would be um Anakin and Ahsoka. Yeah. Because he was still a teen mm-hmm. when he got her. And also he wasn't expecting to get her. <laughs> like originally Obi-Wan was like, oh yeah, my new Padawan's on their way. And then it ended up being Anakin's Padawan. Yeah. It's like, uh, well. We love an unexpected Padawan who turns out to have way more power than they necessarily should. Story. Right. Yeah. <laughs> a true Star Wars story. <laughs> it really is. It really yeah, is. Yeah. I do, That's the I formula. Do love, yeah. I for, do love a good master-Padawan relationship. Like, I am just a sucker for that. So right. I did and like, enjoy that a lot. Right. And that, like, even though, like, Renestra doesn't understand, she is trying so hard to help Imri and, like, try to figure out how to let him be a better Jedi um and like it's such a selfless way that she's going about it even as she feels this guilt that like she can't relate she doesn't know what to tell him about if you have too many people's feelings inside of you (laughs) and um I like as well that he's like the only person that she talks to about her um hyperspace visions properly like she trusts him fully and respects him as well which I really like and also speaking of respect um like Master Comac like he talks to her as an equal he doesn't he doesn't ever talk down to her or anything which I really like he's a sweetheart Master Comac's a banger he Um, is I have something else to say about that later I felt so much (laughs) I felt so much for Emery in this book like just like the thought of this being a force power that awakens within you is terrifying like I mean oh yeah I guess the whole thing with emotions is that you don't have control over them anyways, but like, like it, there's an even less control over the fact that you have to feel what everyone around you is feeling. I was reading this book at a time when I am uh, currently on a, a hormone replacement regimen that increases my estrogen. And one of the guaranteed side oh effects boy. of that is increased emotional emotions. Like it's just, it's not like a medical thing necessarily, but every person that's ever taken it is like more unexplained emotions. It's just part of the estrogen thing. Anyway, the point is like, <laughs> I'm reading this during the summer when like randomly a stressful thing happens. 
connecting physiologically and emotionally in this way that is like a new experience for me. And it's scary. And Steph, like, I know you had this experience as well a couple of years ago where you're like tapping into sort of your emotional awareness. Yeah. Right? And it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's 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 like, like imagining that, but then compounded over like I have even less control over it because like, oh, somebody walks by me who just like had a rough experience. And now suddenly I feel this anger, or the sadness or whatever it is right. like that is a punishment. That is not a good force power. Yeah. Like I remember when I first started um, getting like emotions back after the trauma, like stuff was wearing off and I started learning emotions. I remember there was one time I was like, one of the first times it hit me that it was happening was I was like on the street walking through the city or whatever. And I saw like this woman crying on the phone and then I started crying and I was like, Oh no. And I feel like yeah. it's like that, but constantly. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a yeah, lot. Because it's like, I feel like you just have to hang out with only happy people. Which or, where do you or find them? Repressed people, which to be yeah, fair, yeah, the Jedi is exactly. a good choice if you're gonna go with anyone. Actually, yeah, good point. Yeah, yeah but was like, this a new power for him, or was it just the first time he was ever around non-Jedi, which is why he suddenly started right, feeling emotions it's, it's, other than repression? <laughs> right. Like one, they arrive on Coruscant, which is just oh yeah, no, bodies everywhere. <laughs> um and then, like, they're in close contact with all of these people who aren't Jedi for this mission. And it's just, what, how, huh, I am, <laughs> and, like, Emery strikes so hard to, like, not butt in on people's, like, feelings. He but, strikes like, so hard. He's such a nice person that he also wants to help. And so he's like, oh, I know it's not my place, but, like, you two like each other. Like, <laughs> yeah, and then poor boy, like, fucking thrown in the middle of, like, two people having this big romantic thing and being like i don't understand <laughs> right and like emory being the one to be like hey your girlfriend's coming for you and Vernestra, oh uh, no still is, is horny an emotion is he finding himself unexpectedly horny when he goes around people oh, no. who feel it for each other probably oh, no. oh, oh boy that's stay not gonna twitter, work in the jedi order stay off twitter yeah <laughs> <laughs> The poor boy. Oh no. And he's like, I don't. And it's cute because like he's trying to explain this to Vernestra. And he's like, I've seen the hollows. I understand like what romance is. And Vern's like, I don't Vern's like, I don't. I don't Can you explain it to me. Right. Vern's like, I've seen the hollows and I still don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Which like I Yeah, how do we feel that. about Vernestra ace Vernestra! icon? Oh my god, she's such an icon. I love her. Vernestra, like arrow ace icon. Every time she seen something about it, I was like, I feel that i feel She's you like i don't get it but good for them and i'm like that's exactly what it is like it is what it is yeah good for them <laughs> right like i don't understand this but they seem happy <laughs> like, i also really liked emory trying so hard to get i'm the gonna go to like back him. to practicing oh my god emory trying so hard to get the dog to like him he just he kept trying to pat it and like like in the background and like you hear Vinistrans being like don't pat it it'll bite you again but so like cute. the one time when he comes back in the ship fucking injured and <laughs> Vernestra's just like be nice to Emery he's yeah. very hurt and then he gets the then he lays his head on Emery and Emery's just like sobbing joy <laughs> so cute so this book has so many cute moments and like Especially for Emery, because like in the descriptions, like he's a like a big, like tall, broad boy. And but then for him to be the one who's like, oh, I'm so soft. Like, I just want to hang out with these animals. Like, it's so nice that it's like you don't have to fit into these like stereotypes about like, right? Because like Emery's probably built like he could be a very good fighter, but that's also not what he focuses on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
and Not like that's what I feel like a lot of Jedi that we see are defying stereotypes and I really well, what's all just like you said fucking nerds yeah I really I really enjoyed that or like we get to see the breadth of like what Jedi can be which yeah. I know we've talked about on other um, High Republic episodes. Yeah, this is like the first In, High Republic before, game. Before we stray too far from it, I do want to ask, as the as the non-ace in this panel, uh, I'm curious, because we the three of us were talking about uh, out of the sh- or Into the Darkness as well, which was sort of our other big ace character in the High Republic. And I'm just oh, kind of yeah. curious your thoughts on like how Vernestra was presented versus how... Oh, Boy, am I really forgetting his name right now? I can't believe uh, I forgot. Leon? Pilot. No. Leox. Yeah, Leox. Thank Leox. you. Yeah, Leox. Of How, uh, Leox, Leox was sort of presented. Like, they both uh, were ace identified, but they sort of brought it up in different ways. I'm just kind of curious your thoughts yeah. on sort of the two representations. Um, I, I'm living for it because I think, <laughs> I think like the big problem with like a lot of ace representation in media and in other Star Wars books, Phasma. Um, <laughs> cough, cough. Right. I forgot about Phasma. Or Galaxy's Edge. Um, uh, is that they define, someone else kind of defines their asexuality for them. Mm. And it's kind of coupled with this robotic like something's wrong with me or like I had trauma and like that's the only way to be ace which like those are like valid ways and like causes of being ace but like that's really like the only one that you see in like a lot of representations across a bunch of different medias that like ace people like don't have emotions they don't love people they never have sex they you know all of all of those things about what they don't do um and like for for leox who's my man um (laughs) he's great he's great because like he he has this you know laissez-faire like shirt buttoned halfway down like (laughs) to where you think like look at this party boy and you know he talks about that like yeah he's had sex with people and stuff like that and has you know entered into deep relationships but like he can take it or leave it it's not anything that like he really has this like desire or passion for right like he's happy with himself and like he doesn't feel the need to be like I need a partner or um I I need to be able to satisfy these needs or anything like that he's just like no I'm the I'm I am the ultimate of my genetic line so like I'm (laughs) I've had it whereas like Vernestra is definitely from right I think a very important um and a very I feel like a pretty common um feelings like Vernestra reminds me of quite a few of my at least in the way that she presents as arrow ace um you know reminds me of friends and people I know where it's she reminds just me of myself like, right where it's just like I don't have an interest in this like I don't really understand the appeal um but like that's cool and <laughs> yeah good for you Right. And like, doesn't have anything like negative to say about it or anything like that, but just and like, she's like happy with it. Like, she yeah, have it's have just, any doubts about who she is. Right. It's not a, it's not something that she feels like needs to be a part of her life. Um, and I think that's like a really important thing because like a lot of aces get treated like they're broken. 
um, oh, yeah. or they haven't like met the right person yet um, or haven't had good sex yet or something like Ugh. that. Whereas like, that's not the case. It's just the fact that like, not like we're just, eh, eh. It's just, eh. Yeah. And you don't feel the same like needs or wants. And like, that's fine. That's fine. And I like as well, cause she, we see her have really deep relationships with people anyways. Like her Absolutely. and Emery have a really strong bond. Her and Wraith are good friends. Yeah. Like it, it's a really good show of show. That's <laughs> a really good example of like how ace people like still have strong friendships and relationships. Because right. they do. We do. I can promise you that. Right. That they like, that we can still relate to other people. We are not heartless. Like we yeah. have lots of emotions. <laughs> um we have lots of emotions i promise you so many emotions <laughs> i also like the contrast and how they're presented given the different like uh roles that they play in society because leox is like this this uh ship driver and he just like has all this confidence in the world about you know his uh sexuality or lack thereof uh, and well it's not a lack thereof right it's just a different yeah. type of sexuality probably is the best way to say it um but then vernestra is in the jedi order which by their rule book says you shouldn't be engaging in sexual acts or relationships. And so on paper, it's you would think, well, great, then this is easy for you because you don't have to worry about this thing that you don't have to worry about anyway. But also all the Jedi around her still have this probably even amplified or the ones that do like it's amplified because it's being repressed in the Jedi order. So then she is having to confront and question this thing, which she wouldn't otherwise have to. It's it, just kind of funny how like she's in the Jedi order, the place where they don't have sexual relationships, but because they don't, that's why this she's Jedi having to order, confront this. Yeah. In this Jedi order, they do. This Jedi order is not yeah. quite as strict yet. But, yeah. oh, we're going to see it get stricter. Well, it, it's sort of a, we'll look the other way situation, yeah, right? Like the, the rules still state, don't it. do it, but they're, they're all doing it and just like not talking yeah. about it, basically. Yeah, don't flaunt it. Um, but I don't do, do it in the temple. something will happen that will make them more strict about it later on. I bet something bad's going to happen ooh, for sure. Someone's going to go dark. Um, but yeah, like, and I really also just like how different Vernestra and Leox are just as people, right? We get like a real mm -hmm. spectrum because he's great at flying and she's terrible at flying. She's terrible at flying. <laughs> great at crashing. Terrible. Great at, at crashing. <laughs> but like, so just... what you're telling me is that there's more than one type of person who identifies this way. Yeah, it could be anybody. Yeah. And and that could, could be represented be in our fiction. Yeah. yeah. Weird, eh? Huh. Huh. Okay. Amazing. We're learning. I I, I might I might be be able to buy into this idea. Wow, look at Star Wars doing, finally doing some work. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Finally. Um, I, another character, my sweet, sweet boy, uh, Reith. I love Reith. Oh, Reith. <laughs> Reith, Reith. Might, might be my most relatable Jedi so far. And he was I not a big him. character in this book, but even the moments that we did see him, it's, it's still just the same. Like, yes, last book, I went through the journey where I became okay with going on adventures, but I still really would rather just be reading if that's okay with you. <laughs> That's right. me, like, all the time. I am constantly yeah. like that. Like, yeah, this is fun, but I would rather go read a book right now. And that, like, what really what really sold me on just his existence, which I already loved from Out of, out of or Into the Dark. Um, but, like... These two book titles are so confusing. They're so it's confusing. very confusing. Um, <laughs> but, like, Wreath getting to, like, Coruscant or wherever they are in the beginning of the book... And him, no, they're at like 
the beacon, Starlight Beacon. Yeah, Starlight Beacon. Yeah. Um, and him just being like, we've been out on some crappy planet for months and I just <laughs> want to eat real food. Yes. And like he goes in and like just the smell of like vegetables and savory breads um, <sighs> made him weep with joy. <laughs> I love him so much. (laughs) Also, I just looked him up because, like, I have no concept of what these characters look like. Because I have been, (laughs) I've been out of like the loop with a lot of stuff. I looked him up. He looks exactly how I expected him. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. for sure. (laughs) Can a Padawan get a hot shower around here? Is that too much to ask? (laughs) Someone get me a savory bread. (laughs) Savory bread and a hot bath. That's what he deserves. All he wants. No, not that. Not that biscuit ration stuff. I want a savory bread with yeast in it that has risen and is fluffy it's warm and freshly fresh cooked and it smells oven. like fresh bread <laughs> oh damn i want to say free bread now. No. but all the bakeries are closed no <laughs> i guess i'll just have to make my own savory bread um <clears throat> i also really like that because compared to because we've got Varen who's like arrow ace and then we've got wraith who's like got a crush on multiple girls and he's like ah Ah, how do I? I 100% ah! did not expect the the Wreath Nan romance storyline to continue, and I'm yeah, so here for it. Surprised by like, that. I oh want my... this to be a thread that goes through the entire series of the High Republic. When great. when Nan when he like saw Nan on the recording, I think I yelled out loud because I yeah. was like, "No, <laughs> It's no. so tragic. He was it's so adolescent. Like... He was finally like getting over it, but then like, no, she's back in his life. He's got crushes on like the two worst people possible because one's an arrow ace (laughs) and the other one is Nan. (laughs) This point needs better uh, better options. There's not a lot of people around apparently. There aren't, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The poor boy, he deserves he deserves the world. Uh, I am so scared about what's going to happen to him. Especially like seeing the cover for like the next... Book? Oh yeah, he looks unhappy. Oh, wait, what's the next book? <laughs> oh, um, there was covers released for like the next three books. So like the 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 next like YA big adult book. It's and by it's by Daniel Jose Older. I can't remember what the title is. Yeah, I don't know the title, but it's like him and Master Comac, and is they the Fallen Star and other book covers. Yeah, the they Ooh. do not look. The Fallen pleased. Star is the adult one, but yeah, yeah, look, I'm really the cover like I said, I'm really out of the loop. Comac and Wreath, they are. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, that looks yeah. good. It oh, looks intense. phenomenal, but Wreath is having a bad day. Midnight Horizon. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, he's his Midnight Horizon, his that's monster. what it is. Oh. oh, the two of them are so sweet, too, though, aren't they? They I are. Really, I love I just, their relationship. I, the vibes. The Master Padawan vibes. So good. As someone who loves the yeah, Master Padawan stuff, this, this book was feeding me so yeah, well. Sure. I was well fed. And I really like how sometimes even Wreath is like, Comex's more nerdy than I am. <laughs> oh god, Comex's like... such a nerd. He's such, he is the epitome of like, at a party, I want to be reading right now. <laughs> right. I'm not even at the party. I just <laughs> took a book and went inside. Yeah, out. he's just sitting in the corner with a book. Yeah, a party for, for him is just like a glass of red wine and a comfortable chair in the corner by a fireplace. That- that mm-hmm. is a party. God, that is a pa- God, I am. <laughs> I am such a fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, surprise. <laughs> You're in good company. Yeah. I'm on a book podcast, so I'd hope so. <laughs> <laughs> is it bar- barely a book club? Well, I don't know. Books. I haven't, haven't been on in a while, so maybe you all have uh, evolved. We read a book. 
(laughs) 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 Yeah, no, I really enjoyed this book. Like, uh, God, I read Into the Shadows so long ago now. And like, that was the last High Republic book I read, I think. Yeah. (laughs) The Mm -hmm. only one I've read? No, I've definitely read another one. I don't remember which one though. Um, So it's been a while, but I liked that I could jump into this very easily as well. Like, it didn't feel like I was missing much. Right. Um, Yeah. Even though it's been a long time and I've only read a couple others, like the way, I guess because it's also young adults, so like young adult books do tend to have quite a bit of like exposition, but it wasn't overtly exposition-y, like it wasn't painful, it wasn't like, I don't know what the word is, obtuse? No, not obtuse, the opposite of obtuse, like in your face. Yeah. Um, it just felt natural. And it also didn't even read like super like a YA book, like it was obviously a YA book, but it like didn't read hugely like one as well. Um, like... I'm trying to say this in a way that's I not think, like YA books are bad because I love YA books. Um, I think, I think Syl was helpful in this sense because like, because we had sort of this new character coming in, like we mm. were, we were sort of, she was re-explaining everything, but it was through this character size. So it didn't make it feel stale necessarily. It was a little bit fresher. Yeah. 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 And like, cause some of the characters are catching up with each other again, like Vern and Wraith hadn't seen each other in a while, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, no, it was good. It was a really good book. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, it got me more interested in reading other books by it now as well. Like by it, <laughs> the other books that involve these characters. Like, I don't know if I'm going to like dive into the other books that don't have these characters, but right, right. if you're interested in uh, Midnight Horizon now. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So what about like sort of this, this overall, we haven't really talked about like the plot, but sort of there's this overarching story, which basically was like Sylvester learns about the 1% and like gets, like sort of embroiled in this this uh like it was sort of a not a whodunit necessarily but it was sort of a mystery where sort of like the, there were these layers that kept getting peeled back and there's like yeah. more and more like conspiracy going on and really it was just like these two puppeteers from these two powerful families like controlling everything and sort of it really is just them being at odds with each other in the end yeah it was very um lucky number 11 which is a movie yeah. that i love um but like yeah very much like a chess game but you don't know you're in a chess game like (laughs) you Mm -hmm. think that you're just making these moves because this is what you're actually supposed to do but like no someone's making you do this i very much identify with um venestra's whole thing of like oh just because people are nice to me doesn't mean that they're (laughs) nice um because i've been through that a few times like very much a lesson that you've got to learn sometimes um and she definitely had to learn that that poor thing yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah. And like, also, like, I thought it was really fascinating, like learning about hyperspace and like, yes. how hyperspace was pioneered. Right. Um, like that. It's like, like, of course it was, but why have, we've never like thought about that. Like, it's just right. a thing. Like, I just assumed the Purgles made all the, oh no, I just did my own faux pas. I just assumed the Purgle, the plural of Purgle is Purgle. Oh, wow. I just I assumed the Purgle like made all the hyperspace lights <laughs> and the humans were just like following behind them. Right. That you just kind of find them. Not that like people were out there like prospecting. Yeah. Um, but of course they were because colonization, why wouldn't they be? Colonization, <laughs> yeah. baby. There are profits yeah. to be made. That's really um, cool. Yeah, like, it's such a cool thing. And also to think that, like, right before they had Jedi and stuff like that, necessarily. I don't know how old the Jedi are. I don't care. But, like, people from these families, right, who are out there prospecting could be Force-sensitive. And, like, that's how they're finding these roots. Like, And also this, like, we know that there's um, some species that have, like, 
the ability to do that, like Kairos in um, right. Alphabet Squadron has the ability, not necessarily to travel through stars, but she but, can like, find her way the... home. Right. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense. Like, it's cool to see that in other ways as well. And like Vernestra's uh, force, like hyperspace vision stuff, which is very cool. Um, the one thing I'm curious about is because like, it seems like the paths are really important to the Nile um, and yeah. all of that. And now their path creator is dead. It was like a big thing that happened in this book. It was. Yeah, but also, Vernestra fuck the now Nile. has it all. Yeah, no, it's good. Like, thank God. But also, that's that is a very big thing to happen. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm extremely worried about the safety of uh, our Vernestra row now that that knowledge has been passed on to her. I don't I don't fully yeah. understand what it is has been passed on to her, I but whatever Mari Santeca like. Right. She got given. Yeah. One was path. it one specific path or was it all the yeah. paths? I think I it was one specific path. One. Oh, okay, maybe I'm a little less worried for her. No, then. I mean, yeah. I've been worried I'm about worried. Vanessa Rose since I first met her. <laughs> um, okay, but you don't make a Padawan that young if you don't end on keeping them around for a while. That's true. We learned that. Which is not necessarily going to be a good thing, but still. Yeah, I don't like I don't think Vernestra is <laughs> going to show up in season 27 of the Clone Wars. So, like, I think we're fine on that front. <laughs> but like, um, darkest that was, timeline. That was a dig at Ahsoka. Um, yeah. but, <laughs> But like I, I just I just she deserves so much, and it's so hard for her because she's so talented and because she works so hard and like tries to understand the force so much um, that like she is gifted with all of these things that do become burdens. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. like she's like I'm just not gonna think. Of, I'm just gonna pretend that that's not a thing. I'm not gonna think about it, and it's gonna be fine. <laughs> It's like, no, that's not how it works. Listen, the force is going to tell her when she needs it. So, yeah. and it does, so why it do you her. think, or what do you think the, the path that Mari gave her is two or four? Like, what is the reason why it was given to her specifically? That's a very good question. Because, um, like, throughout the book, uh, Vernestra was having these visions that um, my information was Mari. that, like, if this was Mari reaching out to her to be like, right. I'm, yeah. I'm dying, I need to give you this thing. And so it was like it was very intentional that Mari had like selected Vernestra as the per- as the individual I, that was going to receive this gift. I think it might be I don't know a lot about the Nile besides what's been in like these books and like the mm-hmm. uh, the middle grade books, but like could it be the path to get to the eye? Oh possibly. That's possible, yeah. I didn't think about that. I was also thinking it could possibly be something that will give the Jedi somehow like uh, access to the parts mm. of some kind. Because I mean, like, it's obviously like the parts, I think, are like the hyperspace lanes that we end up with later on because they're way faster um, and more yeah. efficient. So, in some way, the New Republic, New Republic, the Old Republic, the Republic has right. to get access to that stuff. So this is like, hey, Vernestra, here is the path to the phone book that has all the other paths in it. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> or like, it's just, it seems like it's so broad, right? Like it could also be a path to some place with beings that could help. Um, yeah. Right. Because what, ha- like, we didn't get any of like the Drengear in this book. No, we, um, we got mentions of them. Yeah, very lightly. <laughs> yeah. But not like they weren't antagonists in this book. Yeah. Um, so like that's still a whole nother problem that needs to get solved. Um and Yeah, I definitely felt the lack of Drengear shivers in this book. Yeah, like no one was no one called anybody meat. 
very disappointing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think kind of, kind of a letdown. I think our bro, based on <laughs> based on Race to Crash Point Towers content, I feel very hopeful for um the next one because it is written by DJO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would appreciate some more drinking. I want more false plants. I need at least three more collective mmms. Yeah. We, well, yeah. So we did, we did Ram Chamaram to meet up with our, our crew of Jedi here and be like, no, here, you just logic with them. They're actually very intelligent beings and then they'll all save the day together. I would love if, if, if Ram Jam great. could hop on board. Oh my um, gosh. Ram would fit in so well with this crew. Nerd. Yaddle's nerds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh they my really gosh, they Yattles need like nerds. hype jerseys that say yeah. Yaddle's nerds at the oh. back. Oh, that would For be so sure. cute. Um, yeah. Uh, I hope we see more of Sol and um, Jordana as well. I think we will. I think they're- Because I like them. Yep. And also like, because like Jordana's a Santeca, so I mean, and also Sil's mom is like the person who was creating hyperspace. Yeah, yeah, like, like <laughs> Chansey Yarrow's not done in this book in this like yeah. series because uh, she's with Nan now can her, she be though together. i would love but like these graphs over here this one percent <laughs> graphs here feeling like they need to be more rich for whatever the fucking reason <laughs> like, they've already got so much money they have so much money they built like a whole asteroid they just they're like oh it'd be like too long to terraform a place we'll just build a whole asteroid like what? fuckers anyway all the graphs suck um i guess the one important part about the graphs was one time when xylan came out in like a cat suit um, oh yeah, I like highlighted when, that. Danny, when, you may see it in your thing. I when, highlighted it because it was amazing. Yeah, fair. When, and then Kobach was like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah." It's like cat suit and a cape and stuff, right? And then Kobach looked appreciatively, and I'm like, yeah. "Yes!" And we yeah. were all Kobach in that moment. We were, yeah, we're yeah, like, yeah, "Listen, yeah. this guy sucks, but he's got some good style." <laughs> I did love that. That guy um, sucks. He sucks. Yeah, like because Nan is with Chancy Yarrow now. So yeah. if we're gonna Who see is- more of her, we're gonna see more of her. Right. And I do want to see more of Nan. As much as I'm Nan. mad that she has become this like spy who is using her feminine wiles to advance in the Nile. To be fair, she's not gonna be doing that anymore because she can't go back to the Nile now. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I just yeah, so that's gonna be her own thing. I, she, 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 you know, good for her. She shot her shot. She's, she ended up at the table with, with the big wigs. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's getting, she wanted to be an information broker and now she's getting the chance. Marcia yeah. Rowe knew her name. Yeah. I, I hope, mm, I hope she realizes that she has value besides what she can do for people. And, yeah. you know, at least at one point, someone can, she can accept the kindness from someone else. Maybe Wraith can help her with it. I'm thinking it's going to be Wraith. Um, yeah. But like, even like, I don't expect her to like turn um, or anything like that. But like, I think like Wraith genuinely cares about her. And like that kind of sincerity, I think could reach her um, within this, all of this turmoil that she's going through lately. <laughs> yeah. 
And there's only going to be more turmoil now. So much turmoil. Um, I also have a very important fact. Uh, well, question Ooh. was that um, they mentioned that there was a Belugan woman standing in a hallway. Do you think that that's Did a whale person? Yeah, that's what I had the same thought when I saw that. Is it a whale person? Is it a whale don? Because Star Wars isn't that creative. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Belugan. Yeah, I mean, I have no reason to suggest otherwise. I like that we both Googling that. Ugh. Oh, they were no. in the Clone Wars. No, are they, they just maybe humanoid they with. Look, they don't look anything like whales. They are oh. an aquatic sentient species, though. Yeah, but they, they don't, don't look, look like, like whales. Belugas. They don't look like belugas. Ugh, Clone Wars art so bad. <laughs> well, they are aquatic. We can just heat can them as looking In like my whales. head, they look like belugas. They look whales. like whales. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Star Wars is ours. We make it ours. Yep. <laughs> um yeah this was just who like because there are three parts to like this first new republic high republic thing right yeah yeah so this was this was definitely the middle part of a trilogy <laughs> yeah yep. yeah and then it's like have some pain oh god yeah so it's like the next wave like the third wave of this first part is going to wrap some stuff up hopefully oh boy yeah, or just make boy. things worse. Yeah, that too. Because um, we're bi- we're we're slowly building to the fall of the Jedi, and and again, like I appreciated that aspect of this book because so far it's been the Jedi have been all of our main characters, so everything has been very uh, pro Jedi, pro Republic, and now we're we're seeing like a normal person, Syl, become just totally disillusioned with the system while she stands in line at the Coruscant DMV for hours, right, and still can't <laughs> get her ship. Yeah. Right, so. and like also seeing the Jedi question the Jedi Order, right, and having yeah. that juxtaposition. Oh, there was of, that moment of their loyalty to the Jedi or the loyalty to the Force, right? And ooh. yeah, yeah, there was that moment where uh, Senator Steros like had hired the Jedi and then was like saving them behind a curtain for like this big reveal. And and, like, they didn't show that moment from their perspective, but I wish that they had, because I feel like in that moment, that was like a big moment of like disillusionment for the Jedi with the Republic, because it was so obvious the way that they were being used as a pawn in this grander scheme. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like you can see um, Verdon getting kind of disillusioned with her old master as well, still am, um, because of like, he set her up for Mm -hmm. that. And she doesn't know, like, how much of that. Like, she doesn't trust him with everything now. Right. Um, which is sad. But, the, yeah, it shows that where she's kind of sitting with the Jedi now. Right. That it's really, right. It's also kind of this, this question of, okay, well, the stronger you get with the Force, does it become less and less aligned with what the Jedi are, like, saying and doing? Yeah. Right? Because, like you know, they're, they're in that like meeting at the end and they're basically begging that the Jedi have to focus on the Nile. Like they are well more destructive and um, like coordinated than we thought. And like so many people are dying out there. Um, But like the Jedi council's like, well, that sounds like war and we don't do war. And it's just like, (laughs) but then what do you- There's nobody else who can do it. You have to help. <laughs> yeah, you can't just like be like, oh no, that's that's messy. We're not going to deal with that. Like, right. No, you're protectors of the Republic. This is your job. 
Right. And like over and over again, you know, people bring up that there are Nile like not necessarily like infiltrators, but people within the Senate, within the new within the Republic who are like working with them. Um, and so it's just like they've already gone to Coruscant. Like it's yeah, it's not some just pirate group out on the fringe, like they're they're making a huge play that like you kind of are refusing to see. Yeah, they really are. It's like active um, ignorance, which is yeah. just like. Ugh. Every Jedi Council's pieces of shit. Yeah, seriously. It's why Yaddle didn't last very long. <laughs> why Yaddle's like, are you for real? And then she gets kicked <laughs> off. Yeah. <laughs> she was probably like. She's, she's like, I, I would rather just hang out in the daycare if it's all good with you probably like in episode one right probably like she saw how they treated anakin and she was like no i can't be part of this anymore <laughs> yeah. like you're being so mean <laughs> he's just a child he's a nine-year-old boy who misses his did mom. we learn nothing from the whole emory situation they apparently not nothing. they didn't learn and shit two of them were there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Yariel Poof is too busy trying to figure out what sort of weapons he's going to use for his war tactics. Fucking war monger. younglings. Uh, war criminal, Yariel Poof. God. God. But when we first said drunk about Yariel Poof, I don't think we ever could have expected that. No. <laughs> I think we yeah, did Yeah, the this. fall of Yariel. I think yeah, we did this. Yeah, this was our fault. I think we we helped propel Yaddle into good and helped push Yariel into yeah. bad. Please. Hey, if us. Rogue Podrin's only legacy is having gotten Yariel Poof canceled, I will not be sad about it. Great, no, good that for is a us. good legacy. <laughs> oh. That and getting um, Crystal Star reprinted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely. Rogue We've Podrin. done two good things for the world. Yeah, for sure, one hundred percent us, which is great. <laughs> and um, I don't, I don't know if I have that much more to say. That's going to be like thoughtful but i i was so moved at this at like still accepting who her mom is and was and Mm -hmm. when 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 chancy was like you can come join me and the quote is if you think that i am ever going to help you that i would pay for my life with the lives of others then you are sorely mistaken. I would rather die than help you. My mother raised me to believe that the galaxy was uncaring and vast, but that didn't mean we should be selfish and irresponsible. Oof. Go yeah, off. I really like Go her. Go off, Sale. Right. And like, just the phrase that I would pay for my life with the lives of others, because that's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. Like, yep. oh. Yeah. Like, it's hard to go against family, but she does it without a doubt. Like, right. no hesitation whatsoever. Right. And like, also just that, like, I think so much, you know, we like to think that, or like people like to spin everything in like a positive way or like people are generally good and like things are going to work out and stuff like that. (laughs) But it's like, no, the universe fucking sucks. But that doesn't mean that like we can suck too. Yeah. Well, and yeah. again, there, there was like this nice parallel storyline to Into the Dark where we also had an, uh, the, the um, character who was discovered that her mom 
I guess it was was it her foster mom in that one? Her anyway, foster, it was like her, mother her figure basically mom. was yeah, like yeah. yeah, adoptive mom was like a slaver and she was like, Yeah, no, we're gonna stop doing it, but just like don't tell anyone for like a year because we've gotta get make sure the optics are good and she was like and and you know, it's similar story where she was like, No, I'm fuck going you. Now, I'm not doing that. You suck and I'm out. And right. I just like we we can't have these stories enough. Thank you. Thank you, Justina and Claudia and Daniel and everyone else. Experience some complex mom stories. Yes. Yeah. Connors, we needed them. One, mom's alive, already doing so much greater. Oh, yeah, exactly. Star the bar Wars, really good. Already <laughs> left over the bar. The right, mother's alive. Like, the whole book. Wow. Com- complex, like mothers as also people and not just mothers, and yep. like complex and both good and bad relationships with their children. Like, yeah. Yeah. And not, not, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Not advocating for a relationship based solely on the fact that someone quote unquote raised you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause that ain't enough. No, it ain't early. ain't. Yeah. Like I, and it makes so much sense in star Wars that like found family is what's important. Um, mm-hmm. And so like, I'm really glad to see it in these stories where it kind of gets highlighted. Um mm-hmm. With like, you know, the crew of the vessel um, and even like Syl's loyalty to her crew who were like not in the story because they were off like working and stuff like that. But like, that's her family, right? Like those are the people that like she trusts and loves and like, um, you know, feel the same way to her. And there's not enough like credit that goes to that. Um, yeah like especially when it's not like in the traditional sense of like oh you got married to someone so now they're your family and it's like no that's not the only case in which like you make a new family stop it yeah um (laughs) right because like even in like original trilogy right it's like well luke and leia ended up related and then like leia married han and it's just like okay um but like doesn't all have to be so nuclear right like these, these yeah, are and people... like the new the new trilogy the sequel trilogy really shows us like found right. family for sure so like it's just really nice that like this is still a focus and we're going to talk about this very much later but like i think visions also did like a really great job of talking about yeah. family yeah um, i agree and I, like i'm really glad that it's kind of a focus um at least in these like higher public books so far yeah yeah I mean, if you're going to focus on the Jedi, you're really going to have to go into found family stuff. You have to. They were their entire the thing. biological families. <laughs> <laughs> their entire thing is found family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you're twisting yourselves in circles trying to justify, like, removing children at a young age. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. But I love the book. I thought it was really great. Um, like, I really like kind of the thriller aspect to it because you never really knew what was going to happen next and, like, mm-hmm. assassinations and plots and, oh, who can you trust? Because everyone has, like, secrets and ulterior motives and, like... So not- much subterfuge. Yeah, and, like, not even the Jedi can, like, figure it out, right? Because the Force is just like, this doesn't feel good. And you're like, thanks! <laughs> nothing yeah, has I felt- that out my own. Right, like, nothing's felt good for the last year, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks, Force. Um, but like, I just, I thought, like, I think probably at the end of it, I know I haven't read the adult books, but like, I really think that like the YA books are like so strong um, mm. in like storytelling, in character development, and just like 
the vibes of this galaxy and this time period. Yeah. Yeah. Big agree. I really enjoyed this book. I really like what it's doing. Without being overwhelming. Yeah. 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 Cool. Well, I, I, any, any last thoughts about this one? Because I know we are anxious and ready to talk about Star Wars visions. So we gotta, we gotta wrap up, wrap up out of the shadow so that we can jump into our visions mode. Um, no, I just, I love this book. And like, I'm so glad that like, I didn't expect like Wreath to Wreath and Comac to show up in this book. And then yeah. they did, and I was yes, so delighted. I, like, cheered when they walked in. I was so happy. Yeah, so it's just... And that Wreath and Vernestra are already, like, pre-established yeah. friends. It's just, like... Yeah. It felt so natural because we know both of them independently. It's like, oh, yeah, of course they're friends. Course like, they're, they're friends. in the order together. They have similar interests. They have great they have personalities. Same age. Like, obviously. Right, and, like, yeah. Wreath also, like, thinking about, like, watching her, like, pass her trials and stuff like that. And, like, the and a very different perspective to where, like, he's not feeling, like, jealousy no he's proud of about her. her whereas like in the um in race to crash point tower we have a padawan there who is really jealous and like does has to figure out how to deal with that emotion like working with vernestra and seeing vernestra and um so yeah. like it's just great it's just it's just great these books have been it great. Is great it is great and like thank you high republic thank you star wars for giving us one good thing yeah like high republic is killing it um <laughs> it is and i just picked up the uh the first edge of balance volume so i'm excited to read that is it the manga That's the manga nice yeah you know i love me a manga <laughs> yeah i mean that might be the comic that i actually read <laughs> hey do you want meg to read something yeah, that'll Here's have to be our next episode manga form yeah, I'm excited to to see what's going on in there. Cool. All right. Well, go to patreon.com slash roguepodder and give us money. Yep. And follow yeah. us on Twitter at roguepodder. Yeah. yeah. Wow. It feels weird me not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks for chatting with me. Also, thanks to Disney Lucasfilm Publishing yes. for giving us the, uh, Thank you. the um, early access. Sorry, we didn't get this out until much later. Than, we very much appreciate it. Life has been a lot. This, yeah. yeah, this is a this is a hard episode to get uh, scheduled and recorded, but we did it. Great conversation. And now this is the part. So here's what happens. I'm going to say we are all the Republic, and then we're all together going to say nice. And we're going to nail it on the first try because there's a first time for everything. So this has been the higher public. We are all the Republic. Nice. 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 Oh, I said it wrong. <laughs> I said it too nice. I was just being nice. <laughs>